This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This is Behind the Rose, where Bachelor Nation meets country music and everything in between. Here's your host, Blake Horseman. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Behind the Rose podcast. I'm your host, Blake Horseman, here with my buddy, as usual, Eric Bradley. And today, we have an awesome episode for you guys. Steven and Calla from Joe Millionaire. Thanks for coming on, guys. Yeah, yeah thanks for having us. Looking Thank forward you. to it. I am so intrigued because that show just seems... I don't know, we'll get into it, but that show seems so much different. Obviously, I come from the Bachelor world. So I'm really intrigued to see what your guys' experience was, not only getting on the show and on the show, but also post-show. And obviously, you know, you two are together and in a relationship, which is really cool. It doesn't happen often in the Bachelor world, so yeah. it's cool to see. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. So when did this show finish filming? Yeah, it wrapped October 18th. Mm-hmm. So it's been six right months? October 18th. Yeah. Six months. Wow. And then it aired. When did it start airing? January 6th was, yeah, January 6th. Okay, so you guys had about three months between the end of filming and when it was actually going to air. Yeah. Interesting, because we actually, for me, for my my show, you know, The Bachelor, we are The Bachelor, I say in Paradise and Bachelor, I only had to wait two weeks for Bachelorette before it started airing, so I didn't have to be in that weird bubble. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I thought ours. Yeah, because, I mean, I made it to the very, very, very end. I thought ours was a pretty quick turnaround for being three months, but, uh, yeah, that's crazy. It was two weeks. I mean, other shows like Netflix, those Netflix shows are like years. Like you have to wait like a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Two years. Yeah. It's crazy. So yeah. so in between that time, you know, when it finished filming and then when you guys actually started to air, what was that like? Did you guys have to be completely quiet? Did you guys wear like disguises when you went out? Like, what was that like? Well, up until March, the finale, we had to be very secretive. Of yeah, relationship. but in saying that, we were probably out and about more than any contestants ever have been on a dating show. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, a little secret back in December, now that we didn't get caught, we can say this. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> we had we had Kala come out to Kansas City. Uh, Whitney, who's Kala's good friend, and then Kirk came out to Kansas City. And we literally went out in public. Of course, the show hadn't even been announced yet. And so, you know, no one knew who we are. Winnie so. from the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Winnie from the show. Yeah. And so we were out and about at bars and restaurants because no one knew anything yet. Even throughout the entire time it was airing. I mean, I live in the middle of nowhere. So Cala would make secret trips up to my house that we weren't supposed to make. And um, yeah, I was sweating bullets by the finale. I was like, please don't let anything <laughs> pop up. Oh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> it is scary because, I mean, you can, you can literally ruin an entire show if you guys get caught. You know? Yeah. yeah. Yes, it's crazy to think. Yeah, yeah. Like no television back. show. <laughs> we were we were absolute idiots looking back. I'm, I'm I shocked. Yeah, yeah, I got a question for you guys. So, how? First of all, were they pretty transparent 
in how the show was going to run because obviously there was you know the show years and years ago but this was very different were they pretty transparent or was it kind of like they're figuring it out on the go was it kind of like that no it was uh even leading up to the show i was very hesitant about it mostly because of the time constraint i mean i run day-to-day companies and being gone for six to eight weeks uh, on a show that I, they wouldn't even tell me the name of the show it was called love for real whenever i was getting casted and then i didn't oh, know there was another guy i didn't know anything about the show um you know they just kind of said hey you're just gonna have to trust us on this i promise you it's not gonna be a joke it's a big show just trust us and that's all i had to go off of wow that's crazy yeah so when did you realize what it was like what like uh, when you were started filming or did they kind of heads yeah, up right before day one so we had a, a hotel quarantine and then day one of shooting we hadn't even met the women yet um you know kurt and i were in separate interview rooms uh i hadn't even met kurt yet i knew there was another guy once i got down there and we're sitting there interviewing in separate rooms and the producers walk in and they like stop my interview, cut me off. And they're like, we just want to let you know, this is Joe Millionaire. It's not love for real. And you could tell it was a very big moment, but I had no idea what Joe Millionaire was. So I was like, awesome. <laughs> yeah, cool. <laughs> Let's do this thing. Are you guys familiar with like The Bachelor and Bachelorette and everything? Are you guys kind of familiar with all that? A little bit. So this year we have, you know, the two bachelorettes this next season, we're going to have two bachelorettes. So I am so intrigued and interested in how the dynamic between you and Kurt was like, was it kind of awkward at times? Was it weird? Like beating the ladies, you know, like what was that dynamic like? Yeah. Not getting yeah. maybe crossed up in similar interest. Amongst yeah, exactly. The like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thankfully I was nervous. Like the, the minute I got down to Atlanta, we were staying in our hotel. They told me there was another guy and instantly. It was like red flag went up. I'm like, okay, are you guys trying to pit me against another guy? Like, is this going to be a jealous competition or is this going to be, because then they told me, uh, you know, that they looked into my financials. I knew I was the rich guy in the situation. And I'm like, okay, I'm seeing the writing on the wall here. I have a feeling it's going to be uh, make the rich guy seem like an arrogant prick. And you know, that's what I thought. And I was like, I don't like this one bit. Well, then I get to walk in and meet Kurt and right off the bat, you know, it's just like we were bros. I mean, the entire time, oh, that's cool. all of a sudden it just became, you know, bros having fun. I mean, even whenever we did find ourselves connecting with the same women, it was just a friendly competition. It seemed that way, but you never know. You know what I mean? You never know with editing and all that. So yeah, that's cool to hear. We'll be right back. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. As a contestant, Callie, like, how was that going into it? Did you know there were two guys? No, I had no idea. Um, as far as I knew, the show is called Love for Real, and there was going to be one Bachelor. Um, but that was the extent of what we knew. And then I think it was day three of filming, we found out what the show was actually called and the whole concept behind it. 
Oh, wow. Okay. So, you know, leading into the, I guess, the like audition process, you really weren't sure what you're getting yourself into? Oh, no, not at all. They actually DM'd me and it was like a six month process of like interviews. And then, yeah, day three of filming is when we all found out at the same time. Wow. Interesting. That's so crazy to me. So we don't, we, we, you know, obviously we don't really know who the bachelorette is, I guess, until the last minute, but we know there's one, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so it's really yeah. interesting to think like you walk in, there's two guys. It was a nice surprise, honestly, something different. <laughs> yeah. Two options to choose. from. <laughs> That's very true. You made the, you made the right decision. It seems like <laughs> so yeah. <at> least, so. <laughs> <laughs> yes. as far as the dynamic of the women in the house, was there kind of like this discussion of like, you know, you're into Steve and you're into Kurt, or was it just kind of like feeling it out? Like, what was that like between the, the women? Yeah, I feel like the women decided pretty early on who they were into. Um, yeah, a lot of it was prompted, of course, you know, by producers. But um, I feel like, yeah, pretty early on, the women knew which way they wanted to go. That's really interesting. I mean, I knew right away on my bachelorette season, but I feel like some guys like weren't sure for a really long time. So it's interesting to hear that the girls kind of like broke into their tribes, if you will, right off the bat. Did any hop around a little bit at all? You know, like, oh, maybe I might be into the curve. Maybe I might be into the curve. Um, I hopped around a little bit. Yeah, I, was, I was about to say, <laughs> yeah. I was about to say, yeah. that up. Yeah, her, and Whitney, her and yeah. Whitney were just the entire time, Kurt and I were honestly like, I honestly don't know which way they're leaning right now. Well, yeah, and I'm just not one to fall fast anyway. And I honestly, before this show, I had watched maybe two episodes of The Bachelorette. And so I had no idea kind of what to expect. So it was really surprising to me, like literally day one after meeting the men for like 10 minutes, I would say girls were already like head over heels, gun ho, like which one I want. And so I think maybe that gave me the advantage a little bit because <laughs> mm, I like took my time to feel it out. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Cause there, there was like, what the turning point you were with one of the families, right? Cause you kind of like took a while to open up quite a bit on the show yeah. to the fellas. Yeah, definitely. I think the turning point. I mean, I, I definitely was feeling Steven a bit more, um, but for show purposes, they kind of wanted to make it seem like I was still, you know, 50-50 with both guys. But the turning point that really solidified it was meeting Steven's family and how at home it felt, for sure. That's actually awesome to hear. Did it seem very real to you right off the bat? Like the one thing I hear all the time is it seemed a lot more genuine, I guess, if you will, than some other dating shows out there. It seemed a lot more less um, produced, if you will. So did it feel like that when you were in the bubble as well? You know, when you were in it, did it seem like everything was a lot more real than you maybe anticipated? Yeah, I think so. I think, uh, you know, the most important fact was going into it, the producers, you know, it wasn't like necessarily The Bachelor where you're supposed to get engaged. There was no, um, you know, preconceived, this has to happen. So if Kurt and I left there without someone, that was okay too. And so I think that took all that pressure off and said, you know, really, okay, we can be genuine in how we're feeling, what our true thoughts and emotions are. Um, and I think that really helped. Yeah. Same thing for the woman. We didn't know what to expect. We didn't know if, yeah, it was going to end in an engagement or like where it was going to go. So that helped a lot. That was actually one of my questions because obviously like we are in a sense pressured to get engaged. So I, I want to see if that would change dynamic. Sounds like it kind of did. And I wish bachelor take notes with that a little bit you know and i think that's why paradise sometimes is a lot more successful is because you're necessarily like a lot of the couples that are together right now broke up and they got back together after the show because they didn't want to get engaged you know so they did i will say the you know up until the finale day the day of the finale when kurt and i or actually the day before the finale kurt and i were talking to the producers off camera and all of a sudden they dropped the bombshell on us they're like hey you know we'd really really like to see an engagement here and we were like 
where did this come from? And uh, they're like, well, you know, ratings really spike whenever there's an, a ring exchange. And we're like, look, we barely know these women. I'd been on two solo dates yeah. with Kala. Uh, and, you know, Kurt and I aren't, we, we just weren't going to fake anything for television. We're like, we're not getting engaged. And they're like, okay, well, um, we have these amazing rings. And then they pull out. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, so, so we're like, we get to keep those, right? And they're like, yeah. And we're like, okay, what about like a promise ring? <laughs> <laughs> the truth comes out. The truth comes out. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, because I was going to ask if, because you, you, you did end with the promise ring, quote unquote, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yes. When, yeah. when is that, when is that going to get upgraded? <laughs> well, 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 that just peaked up. Hey, our be- ratings also spike when there's an engagement <laughs> on our podcast. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, honestly, we have a really, really good relationship, but we're both people to take things slow. Yeah, uh, I say that as she just moved three states moved away here. and moved in with me. But, um, yeah. you know, we're just taking things day by day and, and seeing how we mesh, you know, now living together. And, and in don't real wanna, life, yeah. yeah, now that we're able to have an open, normal public relationship, mm-hmm. see how things go. Yep. So, Stephen, was there a moment for you when you knew it was her where you were like, oh, my God, like, this is the one, this is the woman, yeah. you know, it was, was that, what was that moment like? When Annie went home, what, what was that telling moment when you sent Annie home? Honestly, <laughs> the, uh, the hometown dates were, were really big for me. Um, you know, I was think I was sitting there, I think I was sitting, uh, having a conversation with one of the other women and I looked over and Kala had just sunk uh, a pong ball playing beer pong with my brothers and they're just giving each other hell back and forth. And I'm like, yeah, she fits in pretty well with my family. And I think that was, that was the moment. Any woman who can play beer pong. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's, she's a keeper. You thought it was going to be some romantic. He's like, when you sunk that ball. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah she did. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. And so kind of same question to you, Kala. Was there was there kind of a moment where, I mean, you'd mentioned, you know, meeting his family and everything, but it was like, was there any moment where you kind of got scared? Because I know that happens sometimes. It's like, oh no, I'm falling for this man. And he's dating other women. You know, how was that? Um, honestly, I didn't really get scared until the very end when it was just Annie and I left because I knew that they had a pretty solid connection up until that point. And I knew that him and I did as well, but like, I just didn't know which way it would go. Um, but yeah, I think the family day really solidified it for me, but also just from the beginning, we had so many similarities, um, that really, yeah, helped out a lot too. We'll be right back. Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble.
you guys just moved in together. Has that changed the dynamic of the relationship a little bit? Because it's hard to live with a significant other. Yeah, I mean, you know, for the most part, everything's been pretty solid. Uh, I'm OCD to mm. another level. And so <laughs> I'm getting used to not seeing my bathroom counter. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm in the other bathroom, first of all. <laughs> On purpose. Because <laughs> yeah. that does, that can be hard sometimes. So it sounds yeah. like you guys are, how long has it been now, you said? Roughly. Two and a half weeks. Two and a half weeks or so. Oh, so, so oh, pretty wow. new. We'll check back in in a few months. Yeah, you know, we'll check, <laughs> yeah, we'll check back in though. Uh, but that's awesome. It sounds like everything's you kind of moving uh, in the right direction for sure. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So are you guys in contact with anybody still from the show? You know, I mean, like Steve, do you still talk to Kurt and, you know, Cal- Calo? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I talked to Kurt. Talk to Kurt daily. Uh, you They're know, homies. yeah, we were, that's awesome. We were all together in Dallas two weekends ago. Um, you know, we'd seen each other up to that point uh, every weekend since the show started airing. So yeah, I'm in contact with him constantly. Yeah. And uh, Whitney and I are still really good friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I still keep in contact with most of the women actually, but uh, Whitney and I are definitely the closest. The mm-hmm. other women, it's just more like DMs here and there and texts here and there. And that sometimes like that's some of the coolest parts about these shows is some of the friendships you walk out of there with for sure. Cause they really will be like lifelong friendships. It's wild. Yeah. It's really cool. It is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Did they mention ever to you that this was like a long-term thing? Was this a one-off show or is there going to be other, you know, Joe Millionaire seasons, if you will, because it's, you know, we're on like, I don't even know what's the 24 batch or whatever it is. Yeah. Did they mention anything like that to you guys? I think what they were doing was they were going to see how this first season went, um, kind of leave it and see how, how the viewers felt about it and go from there. I don't think there's been any announcements yet. None that we've heard of at least. Uh, so we'll just kind of see how things go. Yeah, that would be cool if there was another one. That'd be cool. Except now everybody knows the concept, so I don't know how that would work. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And that's kind of how the first one went, I feel like. But yeah. it is really cool when there's multiple seasons because it's like a weird, like, messed up family that you're all kind of like a part of, you know what I mean? So Dysfunctional yeah. family, yeah. yeah. Yes, a very dysfunctional family. So hopefully, yeah, yeah there's a couple more seasons and then... Um, you have any big plans in the future or anything like that? I know, Stephen, you kind of teased about OnlyFans, so. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm joining. Actually, I created my account yesterday. No, we've got some very cool things coming down the line. Uh, honestly, we've got, uh, uh, we went live the other night and the amount of people that are interested in just seeing our day-to-day life is, is actually shocking. Yeah, you know, it's so weird whenever you're on a reality TV show because I'm like, we have zero talent. Uh, we are no skill set whatsoever other than we're horrible at dating. And that's how we all found ourselves on TV <laughs> and people are so invested in our lives and it's, it's really neat actually. Um, so we're going to start, uh, you know, some vlogging, some, some different, uh, podcasts and things like that. And just show people what our day-to-day life looks like. And man, I totally know what you mean. I always say like, the only reason people like me is because I happen to fall in love on TV and get my heart broken. Like, I feel like yeah. that's like the only thing, you know what I mean? Yes. Like, it's the only reason it's like, sometimes I have this like imposter syndrome almost, you know, yes. where it's like, I don't even know why I'm here, you know? Yes. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. It is really cool because you're right. You, you know, I think the cool thing about reality TV and as you guys have found out is they feel like the, and they do a lot of times really know who you are because you're not playing this character, if you will. So they really feel like, you know, you're just the, like, you know, at the local grocery store that they happen to run into, you know? So it's pretty cool that they feel so invested in everything. No, it is. It's very neat. Yeah. So we'll have to definitely keep an eye out for this vlog and, you know, all these vlogging and stuff. So I can't believe you moved in pretty quick. How many months is that now? Six. I know. That's pretty good. Quick, I will say. Well, we, we said, you know, the entire time we're like, okay, you know, long distance is not for us. I hate long distance with a passion. So there's gotta be some type of deadline on it. 
And really, if we're going to take our relationship to the next level and see if there is a future, we've got to live together. So that was the only way it was going to, you know, progress in our relationship. Complete. It's like, should I get off the pot? You know, that's right. That's right. Yeah. We're going to jump in both first. Yeah. Yeah. Where can people find you, you know, on the gram, on Twitter, all that fun stuff? Yeah. Instagram is definitely our biggest uh, content right now. Mine is just Stephen McBee and mine is at Kala underscore Mac. Mm-hmm. Well, awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on. Appreciate it. Everybody go follow them. Keep up to date. And yeah, I'm sure we'll see a lot more to come from you guys. So thanks so much. Yeah, appreciate yeah. it, Blake. Eric. Thank thanks for so having much. us, guys. Thank you. Behind the Rose is recorded live at the world famous Grizzly Rose or wherever we happen to be. Be sure to go check out our Instagram at Behind the Rose Podcast and follow us so you always know when we drop a new episode. And give us all five of those stars. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time. Behind the Rose.